I am so delighted you have returned solely to listen to my tales of a world long forgotten. You would not lie to me, as that would be immoral, would you? It would be as immoral as a man stealing for his own greed. I know my audience is honest, and that you are good folk who choose to protect the ones you love, and probably your family too. I am so touched that this reminds me of the tale between two iconic factions from the other world that would be perfect for my generous audience. Without further ado, let me again carve open the window into the world of Ramble Shamble. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shamble. Today, we are joined once again by Mackie, and I am your host, Yotan. Hello! So, Mackie, tell me how you're doing. Ah, doing well, doing well, eh? <laughs> had uh, recently had my COVID booster shot, uh, felt like crap the next day. Excuse the language if you guys find that offensive. But yeah, I uh, um, got the booster COVID shot, can't hurt does have different symptoms according to different people, but I, I'm happy that I've done it. It's now in the past. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite important. Like, we have to make sure that we're all healthy and ready to go. Uh, I myself didn't really get any symptoms. A bit of a pinprick that I felt <laughs> in my shoulder for like maybe the rest of the night. But after that, I was smooth sailing, golden. No, I'm very jealous of you, eh? Because... Uh, and like, look, uh, there's a lot more people that get a little bit more of a, and like more symptoms. But for me, I just like woke up the next day completely drained. Like there was just like a weight in my brain. And that happened with both shots so far. Like the next day, I just felt like, she's I just want to sleep and sleep for the whole day. And it, it's not the most fun, but I do know a lot, a lot of my other colleagues that have had the COVID shot, the first one at least. It, it depends obviously on the strength of which one you choose. But they, they had body aches and they just were very uncomfortable. Fortunately for me, like, look, I'll take just feeling tired for one day and then feeling amazing the next day over feeling like, ow, ooh, ee, kind of feelings of soreness. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Yeah, but this is going to go further into the episode and you can find us on our other social medias, which are... Yes, guys, please join our different social medias. There's a Discord channel that I would that we would love you guys to come and be a part of, chat about our different episodes or chat about different things. Uh, we're very open. We like being creative. Even some gaming ideas, some suggestions for next videos and possibly uh, different topics that we can speak about in the future. We also will come. We'll have a YouTube video, which YouTube videos that you are also able to comment and chat to us through there, and as well as Twitter and other social medias that will come further down the line. Again, guys, if you have not listened to our previous episodes, please make use of them. Listen to them. There might be an episode. Maybe this episode topic does not pique your interest. Maybe there's another one that you might find a bit more interest in. And Again, guys, we are quite an array of topics that we touch on. We're not just a uh, food channel or a geek channel. We like to touch on a lot of topics that interest us and perhaps maybe they interest you. So again, look for the other episodes, see if there's one of interest and please comment about what you think about it and we will read it and hear what you have to say. 
Yes, we will. And remember, those comments that you do leave, we choose one of them because we'll be asking you a question, of course. Uh, we will be choosing one of your responses for a little snippet compared to this episode that uh, will be part of a separate playlist called Ramble Shrapnel. So one of you lucky people for each episode will feature in that shorter clip. Okay, but anyway, for <laughs> today's topic, I thought that it was only reasonable, since we are recording this in the month of May, to talk about something to do with Star Wars. Now, everybody knows about May the 4th be with you, mm -hmm. and Revenge or Rise of the Fifth. <laughs> and now, because of the Mandalorian, there is also this is the May. <laughs> and so I now view the entirety of May as Star Wars month for myself, just to catch up on some things, you know, dive a bit deeper into the law. But I've also been pretty introspective and philosophical of late. So I decided that the topic for today is going to be Mackie and I talking about the light and the dark side of the force and we'll be motivating for either of those two options now i've known mackie for over two decades <laughs> and i know that he always to a fault like it's actually irritating will do the good guy thing inside of video games if he has a moral choice he'll do the good thing if you're downed in a game and you're just like crawling like in gears of war you're just like crawling on the ground limping then he'll be the the one dude on your party that will come and like give you health and revive you so i think i know which one he's gonna choose so mackie take it away you nailed me to the pin like oh jeez man like it is so true like every moral decision into games uh, i cannot help but do the good choices i uh, i feel like the, like I always get that moral dilemma, like some games such as Bioshock, especially, where you kill the little girl, sorry, it is killing, to gain more power, but if you kill the girl, then you get the bad ending. And Or like even like Star Wars games, or Black and White, there's a whole bunch of games, and I always tend to lean more to the good side, and in a way, I enjoy it, basically because of the fact that it makes the game more challenging. Because most situations that I come across where you have 700 gold and the NPC needs 500 of it to feed his family, his virtual family, that's actually not even real. But you also need 400 for a new sword. So do you not do that? Do you not? I tend to always give the gold and make my life like a lot harder than it needs to be. But I enjoy that challenge. The challenge is not. It makes the game a little bit harder. And I enjoy doing the good thing. I, I will say that like, there are some games like where I said, let me try to do the bad thing. And I just feel so horrible afterwards. So yeah, you nailed me right in the head there. She's, uh, I, you definitely know I, I'll, I'm going to pick Jedi right, way over the Sith if I ever get the option. And uh, would you kindly tell me, uh, do you ever like loot or pickpocket from people or, you know, just like kind of sometimes cause havoc inside of a city? Because like you can... You can, pit off, uh, you can piss off the gods pretty easily inside of Skyrim, for example, and they will pretty <laughs> much take you down if you're low level, you know? So do you ever do illicit things that aren't explicitly moral decisions inside of games? 
Yes, I will say more yes than no. Uh, I mainly do that when I'm a, a counter a bug of some kind. So say like an NPC is meant to give you something or say part of the mission says get this item from the NPC and your two options is A, kill that NPC, B, steal from the NPC or 3, C, bribe the NPC. So obviously the bribing would be the less, uh, the more uh, moral thing. I tend to do the middle ground thing because... Killing is very evil, and I'm going to get a lot more hassles from the guards and stuff. It would be the quickest, don't get me wrong. But I, I like the challenge of like like stealing. So, so stealing is in like video games or looting, I, I like to try to get away with it. That is something I would do. But if it's to like inflate, if the game is small enough to say, if you steal this food, this family will starve, then I will say, yeah, it's it's not necessary. I, 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 the hero, can starve because I have health potions. I can always regenerate the health. But the NPCs will starve to death. And then I walk past and said, someone stole their food. I'm like, mm, oh, well. <laughs> so you like to game the system. Exactly. You would, you would, you would be the guy that just puts the, the, the bucket on the tavern keeper's head exactly. or the shopkeeper's head. Hey, if it's, if, if it's there, then sure. It won't impact. But like, even if, like, if I were to steal something small, because I have to get it for the quest, and I don't want to trick... Like Skyrim is a perfect example where the map is massive. And if I don't want to, like, if I need to first uh, do a quest for this guy, but this quest is going to take me to the other side of the map and something small, little side quest, I might just steal it from him just to complete the quest. So tell us about the Jedi. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Jedi I really feel more attuned to, eh? Let me start the Jedi code because I'm pretty sure the Sith are the same. The code is basically the heart and soul of who the Jedi are. Let me read it out. Very brief. Don't worry. It's not a long one. There's no emotion. There's peace. There's no ignorance. There's knowledge. There's no passion. There's serenity. There's no chaos. There's harmony. There's no death. There's the force. And something why I really think that that really embodies the Jedi. So for everyone at home who doesn't know what Star Wars is, it's basically a very far future of a possible future where, well, not really a possible future for us. Maybe it is, but a very far fu uh, future scenario where space travel is a thing. And what makes Star Wars different to Star Trek, which please don't get those too confused. They're not the same. They're not, although they do have similarities where the aliens and space travel, exploration, etc. Star Wars is a bit more different because in that way, it's, you're not really, exp they're not really necessarily exploring the universe. They're more trying to bring peace to the universe. And there's two sides, the Sith and the Jedi. Sith are the more of the darker side and the Jedi are peacekeepers. They see the universe as to protect. And what makes the Jedi special or unique to compared to other, race, other, other races is that they're able to tune into a mysterious energy, which is called the Force, that exists all around this universe of Star Wars. And us, around us, it penetrates us. Exactly. So all Jedi, not just, just Jedi, but beings, certain beings have a uh, ability to attune to this force and either channel it through them, bend it, do it, and with this they're able to like lift giant structures, produce lightning out of the fingers, they're able to do amazing powers and I like the comparison that some people who don't like Star Wars too much, they say it's just space wizards. <laughs> just think, space wizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
technically Star Trek or Star Trek <laughs> nice one. Afrikaans, okay. Uh, technically Star Wars is science fantasy. Mm. No, a hundred percent. No, and that's that's definitely such a perfect representation uh, science fantasy and that's why I enjoy Star Wars more than Star Trek I very, I know very little of Star Trek don't get me wrong I can watch it but I like I love the fantasy side of Star Wars that, that attracts me most but enough exploration to Star Wars basically the reason why I chose Jedi is that they're very they're, they're protectors and how Yotanids described me before if I'm in a gaming party, I'm joining the guy that will go to protect the person when he's down or go bring him back up. So definitely I feel more tuned towards what the Jedi code is based on is that they are peacekeepers. They are they don't let emotion run away from them. So they don't let the anger or sadness bring them to do things that are irreversible. They are very logical to the kind of situations that they come across and basically they channel the force through them they don't they don't necessarily bend the force they very much like monks that's the closest representation or exo- uh, comparison i can say besides them shaving off their hairs and uh, going to the middle of the mountains and learning how to do karate although they uh jedis can do pretty amazing backflips if you have not seen them fight and i just think the jedis are that's such just, a that's just Yoda. <laughs> just a freak of nature. Yeah, that is true. That is true. And have you ever have you ever seen the pre-final final rendering of Yoda doing those crazy flips in the in episode three? It looks so bad. They they took a really really rough character model, added almost no movements to his body parts. It looks like he's rotating around an axis on his head. And it looks like a toy that's like doing flips. It is so ridiculous. Yeah, it is very ridiculous. I haven't heard of, I didn't see that, but I did see where they did attempt to make Yoda is like um creature or his placement is was a monkey. So they tried to get a monkey to be Yoda just to be a placeholder. And it didn't turn out too well. As you can imagine, you can't really negotiate with a monkey to say, please do this or please come this way. The monkey does what it wants to do. I just thought we watched George of the Jungle when we were really small. Out of those gorillas. Exactly. Those animatronic gorillas. <laughs> but yeah, uh, in total, I think the Jedi just, they attune, me, attune to my personality and my being more than what the Sith are. The Sith tend to be a little bit more greedy, more self-driven. And I like the fact that the Jedis are, like, they look after whoever needs the help. They don't distinguish. They have no problems of who does what they just focus on protecting and maintaining peace and growing knowledge and knowledge and not letting emotion run away from you so in general that's why i would tune if i had the option between a and b i would definitely choose the jedi over the sith so there we have the jedi on the one hand now going to present to you the awesome people the sith okay so just like Mackie, I think that the the core principles of any kind of order or ideology should be succinctly put in some kind of code. And so, although I'll get to the Sith code a little bit later, I want to start you guys off with an amazing quote from Darth Vader. This you can find on Wikipedia. It's, it's literally the first thing that they present as well, but it is so poignant. Anger and pain are natural and part of growth. 
They give you focus. They make you stronger. That's that's just beautiful. <laughs> okay, so the Sith are driven by their emotions, including hate, anger, and greed. They were deceptive and obsessed with gaining power, no matter the cost. They focused on primal emotions like anger and pain in order to gain power from the dark side. <laughs> Wait, I didn't say that right. <laughs> the dark side. Much better. <laughs> oh, you, you do such a better Palpatine. I can't channel that kind of... I can't channel Palpatine like that. So, say it again. Join me to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, you flopped the second time there. I'm sorry. <laughs> better, still better than me. Okay. So, uh, just a, a brief little history. About 5,000 years before the Star Wars movies happened, so before the Battle of Yavin, there was like a schism in the First Order of Jedi, who were not Jedi and Sith yet, they were like one group, where they split then into the Jedi and Sith as we know it, and it culminated in the Old Republic's collapse. Because of the constant infighting and the ruin uh, made by the last war, the Sith were rendered basically extinct, except for one survivor, Darth Bane. And he survived the Order's destruction with his one apprentice, Darth Xana. That'll be gets important when we talk about the rule of two. But the Sith heard. This is beautiful, people. I want you to listen to this because <laughs> it is so true. Like, there is life and meaning in this. Okay, okay, except the first part, I'll grant you that. Peace is a lie. There is only passion. Through passion, I gain strength. Through strength, I gain power. Through power, I gain victory. Through victory, my chains are broken. The Force shall free me. <laughs> How beautiful is that, Mackie? <laughs> I will say it is beautiful. It's very well worded. You can definitely, you can tell that there's like emotion behind those words. Unlike the Jedi code, which is very like, it's just, it's just pieces, words on a piece of paper. I will, I will grant you that. Like the Jedi code smacks of Zen Buddhism to me. Exactly, 100%. I cannot, I cannot disagree with that. Although I like the difference between one key factor between the Sith code and the Jedi code is that when you hear, where, like example, there's no ignorance, there's there's knowledge, and then on your side there's passion. I gain through passion, I gain strength. I gain, I gain. So it's very you can tell it's like I'm in the situation for me and not for anyone else. Yeah, well, it's it's like the two different kinds of meditation as well. This is like, I think, not Zen. Jeez, I forget. But this <laughs> is like the kind of meditation where they say, focus on your breathing and then focus on what your hands are feeling and then try to listen around you, which is the kind of meditation that I like to do. But your one is more like the meditation. I think it's transcendental meditation where the goal is still to get out of your own thoughts, but by focusing on only on the environment around you. Mm. So, and then like feeling one with the universe and other <laughs> like quackery like that. But yeah, so it's, it's, it definitely seems like the Jedi try to focus on their external reality, where the Sith try to focus on themselves and their own being. Mm. Very true. 
But the Sith, the reason why they call the side of the Force that they aim towards the dark side is because they related the, the dark side, kind of how we relate to dark matter and dark energy and the dark ages. It, it simply means that we don't know a lot about it. We're unenlightened about it. So when they say the dark side, they mean those like hidden parts of the force that have all of the power and that can grant you mastery of, of everything. You know? So that's what they mean by the dark. The, the clothing they wore was to obscure their identity and help them hide a little bit more. And they also felt that being hidden in that way made it easier for them to impose order and such on the universe around them or the galaxy, I suppose. Okay, so I am going to go straight into the Sith Code. <laughs> Peace is a lie. There is only passion. A great quote by some Sith is that conflict forces us or forces one to better oneself. It forces change, adaptation, evolution, or death. And... So the Sith viewed the peace of the Jedi as mean conflict or an agent of stagnation. But they believed that conflict was the source of progress for both single beings and civilization. So they thought that innovation comes through conflict and passion and lust. Yeah. <laughs> First off, I, I have to say that's it is it's really interesting how the Sith code is that that one line. So just a, a quick comparison: peace is a lie. There's only passion, and then you have the Jedi code. There's no emotion. There's peace. It's just a, it's so interesting that there's such a, a direct opposite oppositions of the flip of the two conflicting ideas. Where I, I will agree, emotion is important. But she's. It's. It really is. Some. It's. It's interesting to see how much there's complete opposites between these two codes. And yo, she's. Yeah, they were just masters, man. Even their wording and everything, <laughs> like the rhetoric. It's so great. Um, they they they're basically like the ancient Spartans. They were raised to be like just really cocksure and cocky with their words, but also to say it in very with as few words as possible so for example uh when philip of macedon sent to king leonidas he sent to him uh you know surrender or our forces will come and uh no no it's something like if you don't surrender our forces will come and invade you and demolish you <laughs> the only response that Leonidas sent back to Philip was the single word, if. Surely the quote is better, but they were just such smart asses. It's they like were. also with with King Xerxes um, when sent to the Spartans saying, our archers will blot out the sun, then that the Spartans said, then we'll fight in the shade. Like they were <laughs> such cocky little shits. Yeah. But anyway, from even that first line, uh, because I'm a big follower of the Stoics, like Stoic philosophy, these both have different sides of Stoicism mm. to them. In Stoicism, you are meant to not go into either deprivation or like hedonism. 
so you're not meant to give yourself to good or bad emotions. Uh, like you are meant to feel your feelings, but you're meant to try to find that middle path and be just like moderate in everything you do. Nice and just not go to excess in any way. And so that's more the Jedi side, which is a lot like Buddhism. Yeah, no, definitely. I do agree with that. And the, the thing about the Jedi is that I think they do that a bit more extreme, to be honest, uh, to the point where they don't they don't want emotion at all to cloud their judgment. They tend to look the Jedi never they discourage falling in love. They think love is emotion that is too powerful to to is too too much uh, uncertainty. It will bring a lot of heartache and anger and not just like love and peace. So they tend to stay steer away from love. And I think Anakin's a perfect example where he he had to hide his relationship his marriage from the pretty much everyone besides his direct master Obi Wan Kenobi, just because the Jedi Council frowned upon the idea of love. So they do that. They, they want to kind of lock emotion away because they know it's such an easy tool when you have like so much power, like you have a nuke in the back in your backyard, and if you're just having a really crappy day, you don't want that person to be like now shooting a nuke over to you, a, a country just because he's had a crappy day situation. Yeah, that's definitely true. But so next line: through passion, I gain strength. And here's another beautiful quote to go with it. It is our goal to be strong, to achieve our potential and not rest upon our laurels. We are the seekers, not the shepherds. Challenges of old and stagnant ways. And because of this, they thought that they were in touch with the laws of nature and the universe. Which is a stoic thing, because the Stoics believed that you can't blame people for acting according to their nature. Like you can't blame a starving thief who, again, well, is starving from stealing because he's just acting according to his nature in that situation. But I don't think I could do it, even though I tried to follow <laughs> stoicism. Uh, like, the, again, that thief is a little shit. But yeah, I think it's a very stoic thing. What do you think, Maggie? No, I definitely... The more, the, the more I hear about these two uh, different quotes, the, the more... The more I'm getting the, a feeling of the Sith are basically angsty teens and the Jedi are basically the parents because there's so much emotion, so much passion in the Sith codes and what they do. And it's almost like a rebellion or they try to rebel according to the traditional ways of the Jedi because, look, as cool as the Jedi are, they have a few flaws on their side and they are overly strict. And with that, they do limit themselves to quite a bit just because of the fact that they don't let that emotion through. They, I've seen a, a lot of articles and stuff where one of the, the darker sides of the Jedi is that they abduct pe kids. They basically abduct. They take kids who are more tuned, more sensitive to the Force at a very early age, primarily because of the fact that if they're able to train them in the way of the force and the right ways of doing it in their particular way, there's like this likely of that kid becoming a Sith later down the line. And it's a pretty strict way because you're basically stripping them of their own individuality 
just because you want them to focus on your particular way. So yeah, I I, I have to give a point to the Sith in that that field. It, it's a very dark side of the Jedi. Yeah. So it's a critique that I'm going to bring up <laughs> when when I'm done with oh, this. I've just covered it for you. Okay. <laughs> so the next line is through strength. I gain power. And the next beautiful quote with that is, without strife, the victory has no meaning. Without strife, one does not advance. Without strife, there is only stagnation. <laughs> and I think that's, that's just like, you will feel empty if the things that you get weren't actually fought for. And to get something meaningful is to have gone through a hard journey to get it. And the the profundity of this code is amazing. <laughs> no, it is a very, like I said, very interesting, very powerful code. And it's just, again, I can't stress this enough. There's just so much different. It's so different to compare to the Jedi code. And I like the Sith code more than the Jedi code, to be honest. There's a lot more personality in it. There's more passion through it. The words are more powerful. It, it, it definitely yeah, it's, man. It's, it's just like the Sith. just like the Sith. exactly that I, I, will, I will give you that okay so uh it looks like Mackie's <laughs> gonna give me green lights all the way over here he's just explaining so through power i gain victory unless the victory is achieved by demonstrating that your power is superior it is only mm. an illusion temporary at best we seek Jeez. more so they didn't believe that victory was just desirable. They believed that unless you proved your superiority, it was an illusion, that it would fade with time. Um, they there are, of course, different kinds of peaceful victory, sacrifice, like victory by sacrifice, or even a truth. But the Sith believed that the only was one where you proved your power was superior. Because again, otherwise it's an illusion. It's lonely up top here. Um, next line. The, the two following lines that complete the Sith Code are the two most beautiful for me. Through victory, my chains are broken. The quote that goes with that is, One who has freed themselves from all restrictions has reached perfection. Their potential fulfilled. Perfect strength perfect power, perfect destiny. The true meaning has been argued about by the Sith. Um, so the person who quoted this, Yuthuraban, thinks that it represents a being's restrictions. And it's not just a, like any other person inside. Uh, well, it's not just the Sith Order. It's anyone in the universe. Because obviously chains restrict you. Um, but the ultimate goal of the Sith was to free themselves from restrictions and not just being able to do whatever they wanted. They wanted to free themselves so that they could be perfect and fulfill their own potential. They wanted perfect strength, perfect power, and perfect destiny. This is the last line of the Sith Code. The Force shall free me. This is the beautiful quote. The Force is our servant and our master our teacher and our companion, and a tool. Know it, and you know the universe. Master it, and you master the universe. Strive for perfection. 
and the force shall reward you. Jeez, I just I just got goosebumps reading that. That is such a beautiful line. And that's where I'll disagree with you there. Uh, look, I, I, I really like the Sith Code to the last three lines or the the last ones that you were very goo-goo-gaga for. Uh, I, I dislike the idea that the Force is a tool. Basically meaning that it's not a it's not a state of being. It's it literally I I harness it to do my bidding, and that's where I like the Jedi Code more because even now, like even in our world or universe, I do believe that there is a a power, a something that brings that's something that just coexists with us, and harnessing the dark power just to try to satisfy an empty world because basically the Sith have really the Sith have quite a bit of emptiness to them because they never satisfy they're always trying to get the more power situation and that for me in the long term I like the Jedi more just for that because they are satisfied for what they have and not what they deem that is not enough yeah I I I can agree with you on that note um it's it's a lot like the Jedi, what they strive for is the kind of, when you, when you try to sacrifice of yourself, then there's like, yeah, a peace and a warmth that surrounds you. And, but, but, but the thing about that is that like, it's actually attainable, but the Sith, I mean, you'll never, it's, it's a good thing to have an ambition yeah, and be yeah. ambitious and to want to improve yourself the whole time. But the fact is that you'll never be able to reach that perfection. And so if your perfection is based on power, death, and destruction, then that's a problem, you know, because after a while you're going to be a king amidst the world of destruction. <laughs> And I think that's that's one side where the Sith do not <laughs> do mm. so well. But uh, this is exemplified by a few practices of the Sith. Um, before, like the Star Wars movies, which is in the period of the Rule of Two, there was something called the Force Dyad. And the doctrine of the Dyad came from this belief in a powerful force bond connecting two specific force sensitives and that this bond could transcend their physical beings when combined in one presence in the force. Um, they thought that through this kind of bond, rare abilities could be acquired and that it was unattainable without that kind of connection with another person. So it's like being greater than the sum of their parts. Um, but over the generations, the, the Sith tried to attain that kind of power through their own willpower, just like strength, like wanting it. Um, but it didn't really happen, even though they thought that this would be the ultimate, almost messianic figure in the Force. They viewed that as true limitless power bringing people back to life and all that, all of that kind of stuff. <laughs> but later, when uh, uh, because of that huge conflict that happened when the Sith Order was started, there was a new law 
Number two, which is what we see in the actual Star Wars movies, which was the philosophy established by that one survivor, Darth Bane. It mandated that there were only two Sith Lords that could exist at any given time, a master to represent the pure power of the Force and an apprentice to crave that power and to train under the master to one day overthrow them. The rule of two ensured that the relationship between the master and apprentice was not a trustful one. The Sith adopted it as a way to purify the weak and to become stronger over time. That's the, again, that's a very Spartan thing, like purifying the weak. Except that the Spartans would just like chuck babies over cliffs and things to get rid of, get rid of that. Oh, Voltramites from Invincible. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Just like get exactly. rid of them, man. Cull, cull, cull yeah, exactly. the chaff. <laughs> <laughs> but the the one good side about the rule of two was that because the Force prolonged your life for a really long time, whenever a Sith actually overthrew. Whenever the apprentice overthrew the master, it was that the apprentice was actually stronger than the master. And that's why Darth Sidious was so ridiculously powerful by the time that the Empire came about. But yeah, so that was clearly a bit of a a flawed thing about the (laughs) the Sith, you know, Um, just like murdering each other to get better all the time. But I have a flaw that I have learned about the Jedi okay. for you, Mackie. And that is that the Jedi are basically a cult. <laughs> like, they take you from, like, the age of four or five to the Jedi Order. They discover, discourage any kind of... Uh, well, I guess friendship is allowed, but you're not allowed to love people. You're not allowed to go into any kind of excess and enjoying things. You've just got to be placid all the time. And um, if, if, if any of you are interested and look into this, if you read up on what techniques cults employ to keep their members docile, you'll see that that is the Jedi Order to a T. <laughs> look, yeah. that's, that is a truth that the Jedi do have on their side. I, I won't be hiding that kind of fact. I'm not fighting for them in that sense. It's all, part all of the reason a, why All they... of a sudden, the, the, the picture of the Jedi wearing hooded robes oh. inside of... Oh, like the Sith don't chambers. wear... It's like makes the Sith don't do of, that either. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't The Sith wear hooded robes. They wear black hooded robes. And they do have their little cults on meetings to say, how do we defeat the world? Or how do we destroy universes or planets to bend the, bend the people to my will? Yeah, that's also pretty culty. So don't think that you're all high the, and mighty Sith... now because you say, oh, the Sith, the Jedi take kids from this situation. <laughs> yeah, well, the Sith physically kill kids <laughs> so <laughs> yeah well okay but but the sith are a bit cooler about how yeah they were okay. open whenever whenever the whenever you see a scene of the sith like in the dark somewhere inside again or well, a closed council chamber <laughs> um there will always be like this awesome deep men voices just going like oh no, no. Oh. No, no. like just in the background like deep acapella male voices it's just like it seethes with coolness <laughs> whereas this whereas with the jedi it's just like chill quiet like 
No one says anything before proceedings happen, but the man, the Sith, they have pathos and atmosphere. And that's why I, that's why I do anyway. agree with you, because look, the Jedi's strict nature and one of the other flaws with the Jedi is that they're very reactive rather than proactive. And that bred mm -hmm. or inspired the Sith to grow, to form their own way of doing things. Because like any any society, there's going to be rebellion. And how I view the Sith is that the Sith were disliking the code or disliking the way that this is the only way you should use the Force. And they broke away from us. They rebelled. Mm -hmm. That's why I, I compare them to angsty teens in a way because they rebelled to the how they were brought up and how the Jedi keep kind of almost messing up because again, uh, as a very admiral trait of a Jedi is that they are protectors, but they never instigate fighting. And the, the Sith are, mm. well, many reasons why Jedi's convert towards the dark side is that they see injustice being done, but because there's no infighting, they can't intervene. They can be uh, negotiators, but they mm. can't f take down an obvious evil. They will see like a yeah. uh, a smuggler smuggling people. He's not hurting the people. Jedi can intervene, but it's, it's frowned upon. And I think that mm. part of that reason, part of that kind of restricting that this is the way, like the Mandalorian, this is the way, this is the way, inspires that kind of, that inspires the Jedi to kind of revert outwards they start branching and start exploring and part of the reasons why anakin probably turned to the dark side is that the the force although he wanted power to save his love was he's he, he can't really question anything that it's very frowned upon if you start questioning how things are done why do we do this why don't we intervene and the jedi's common response is that it's not the way and I will say mm -hmm. that is probably the bigger reasons why Sith come there. But now I have a counter argument. You think the Sith are so cool, but the way they bend the force hits them in a very unique way. They basically, when they start bending, when they start falling or going into the dark side, they start feeling the dark side. They're basically tainting their soul, their purse, their mind, and as well as their physical body. To the point where Darth Sidious, he became like a crippled old man because of the fact that how much the Dark Force corrupts the soul, the mind, and the body. To the point that even Sith lose control of themselves. So they basically, the power is too much for them to handle, and their body degrades. Their minds uh, just go crazy with rage and just go haywire, and basically reducing their lifespan. What do you say for that? <laughs> I disagree. I think I think Sidious looked like an old man because he was an old man. But that, <laughs> I think that he just aged. No, but, but that, that's um, the thing. The force. I don't uh, think the, the articles I've read is basically the dark force because it's such a, an evil power. It actually degraded his body. That's some of the articles I read, and that's interesting. All all I all I can say all I can say is live fast and die young. I think. <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't I don't think that it's like degraded his mind because he was a ridiculously clever mastermind. He he managed to get Anakin who was being groomed to be the light side of the forces like balance of the force their messiah to become one for the dark side instead 
But then also he orchestrated this massive scale overthrow of the Republic and took that power for himself. So I don't, I don't think that he went backwards. No, I think I do agree. Sidious is an ex- is an example of the mind still being sane. But Anakin, when he started really feeding the dark side, really getting the power, he was so blinded with rage that he ended up killing his 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 wife. So the whole point of him getting more power to stop a future vision that he had, or to kind of end it and kill his wife, because he was so out of control with rage Obi Wan was trying to like say relax he's, she's fine she's with me and just the fact that she was with him brought so much rage into his eyes and, and his, he lost control and basically killed her yeah but I don't I don't think that's a, a, a fault of the mind I think that's fault of his uh, emotions but let me tell you what would make me a Sith <laughs> if I were raised a Jedi that's, I think it's the line from the Jedi Code, which says, um, there is no anger, ignorance, there is knowledge. And where the Sith can't argue against that is that they say, give me a second again. <laughs> they, they say, whatever, the, the, the part about the dark side where it mentions that we don't know about it. There are hidden elements of the Force. I think that that's why I would become a Sith because Jedi just prescribed to you this is what we know and there is nothing else. But with the, with the Sith, they think that there is something. I only have to go and find it. And that's why I would be a Sith. But <laughs> I agree. And like I go with the Sith just because I presented the option of Jedi or Sith. Um, but I don't think that this, this, the Sith are perfect either. So I would probably fall somewhere in between. Grey Jedi. <laughs> probably a grey Jedi. Um, except a bit more self-centered. <laughs> so like <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't back away from using my force to my own the force to my own advantage. And I, w- I don't like I would probably not be into the whole idea of the force and connecting with the force like some kind of penniless hippie. Uh I don't think that I would have some kind of fundamental ideology like some great. What do What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. Look, the the Jedi, as cool as they are, like the Sith. I think the great Jedi's are. They speak way more to me being me because they believe that there is a balance between the Jedi code and the Sith code, and I think that speaks to both me and you, where we just we really believe in life that there's an equilibrium. Yes, we can. We shouldn't let emotions run away with us, but it doesn't mean that we should not be emotional to kind of feel things or stand up for what we believe in. And I think that's a that's why the the grey Jedi has become a grey Jedi in the end of the days because yes, they lie more to the Jedi, but they uh, an example is that they don't believe that there's an evil force power. It's how you use it. So if you use the power to yeah. kill. Obviously, that, that's dark. But if you use the power to heal, then that's light. But it's how you use the force, not necessarily dark and... Ah, so, so, you, and, so you're telling me that the force is a no, tool? No, because... No, 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 mm-hmm. no. I say I agree with how mm-hmm. they see it, but they, I, I think that it's a coexistence. Like, yes, you can bend it, but you shouldn't bend it to the point that you are trying to control it. It's something that is there, 
to be used, but not to be controlled. Where Sith is, it's there to be controlled and used. Where the Jedi see it as nothing to be controlled or used. It's something that flows through them. So, again, in between. All I can think in my head is like Tai Chi <laughs> and wind. <laughs> like people guiding wind and water and stuff when Very you say true. that. Yeah. But everybody, there we have presented the light side of the Force, uh, embodied by the Jedi, and the dark side of the Force, embodied by power <laughs> and dominance and the Sith. I mean, it's clear oh, who the winner is. But, <laughs> Most advantage. But, <laughs> but we are going to let you guys decide who you think was or presented the better argument, who was better, and who won and we'll see what you guys think and if there is something else about star wars that you guys would like us to talk about then please let us know in the comments and we will choose that for our little short playlist ramble shrapnel and just talk about that for a little bit and guys please if you have not listened to the previous episodes have a just quickly go listen to them. See a topic that is interest to you. Listen to it, and join our different social medias. Discord channel. We have a Discord channel. We want to hear those comments from you. That's how we will pick the short little snippets of a next episode or uh, the sub episode. And if we don't hear what you speak, then unfortunately that will keep on hold until eventually you guys start chatting to us. You guys can also comment on different ideas different perspectives and we would love to chat and then toss ideas against uh have a discussion in discord or in other social medias like twitter as well as our youtube we will eventually post these episodes as videos on youtube which you can comment and please don't forget guys we are posting these things every thursday unless otherwise stated that we would only really get that message out to you through our social medias so please guys join our different social medias they will be in the link of descriptions uh you will find them in our discord channel which is quite i'm saying discord as as many times because this is the our main form of chatting and maybe eventually yeah. we'll start twitch playing some games on a different side things and we'll love your guys involvement yeah if we if we do start a, a twitch channel together then it'll be the same format as we have for the podcast where I will be bringing more of a cultural and historical and artsy-fartsy kind of approach to the game. Whereas Mackie will be like, oh, this building would collapse. Like, <laughs> the structural... Basically, the stru this engineer should be fired. <laughs> yeah, we'll have lots of fun. Yeah. But everybody, thank you for listening. We had a great time. We hope you had a great time. And we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.